Hello, Samuel Martinelli here, and this is the Brazilian Rhythm Workshop. On the podcast today, I'll talk about something related to the first lesson on the platform called the three essential elements of the samba groove. The core idea behind that video is that for you to be able to understand and play the samba groove better, probably the best way is to learn how to sing the groove. This concept of singing something before you try to play on your instrument is something that I've been interested for a long time. As I mentioned on that video, when I came to New York City and studied jazz with the great drummer Dennis McCrell, one of the first lessons I had with him he told me about the importance of having a strong swing feel and develop a great jazz groove as a foundation of everything that would come next. Anything that I wanted to develop later, any style of solos, comping, any aesthetic I wanted to follow, meaning if I wanted to lean more towards playing like Philly Joe, Elvin, Mel Lewis, Tony Williams or Pull Motion, it doesn't matter the, the path that I would choose Having a strong groove foundation was essential to what would come next. Dennis told me uh, that when he was touring with the Count Basie band, they went to a town where the, the college big band was playing. I don't remember all the details of where it was, uh, which doesn't matter, but I remember he saying that that college big band was swinging as hard or even harder than the Basie band, which was surprising to him. In the secret, uh, the conductor of that band, Ronald Carter, used to spend a great amount of time with uh, his students learning how to sing the swing feel with specific sounds and specific articulations before they would try any charts. As you know, one of the difficulties of playing is that we have the technical and the mechanical aspects of our instruments. And sometimes practicing without the right intention and purpose can lead you to just play uh, repetitive with focus on the motion and no attention on the sound and music at all. Remember, if you are doing that, you're not making music, you're doing an exercise. And maybe you have to do something like that uh, to develop speed or some kind of technical goal. But even with that in mind, always move towards using the technique in a musical way. In my understanding, the main purpose of singing is to avoid the trap of learning just the motion, just the mechanical part, and actually imprint the sound in your mind without depending on having your instrument on you. For that, you have to sing the most accurate sounds to be stamped in your memory. And that's why I analyzed and transcribed the samba groove in that video. We always hear from the masters that we should learn how to sing everything we want to play before we play it. So why not use the same concept when learning Brazilian music? And if the groove is the foundation of everything that comes next, which I believe it is, learning how to sing the groove may be the best approach to learn the samba groove fast and effectively. And then all the improvisation, phrases, articulation will be grounded in a strong groove that will be in the back of your mind all the time when you're playing. 
It's also important to sing the groove listening to great records, which is an assignment from the video. You're going to start tuning what you're singing with the sounds you are listening. And after a while, when you play it, you will start noticing that things are more aligned with the sound that you have in your mind. If you're more interested in that, check that video out. It's the first episode on the platform BrazilianRhythmWorkshop.com, also available on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. One of the main purpose of this podcast is Q&A. So if you have any questions about Brazilian music, about the previous lessons, or other matters, send it to me, and I will answer on the next podcast. The album of the week is a masterpiece by Antonio Carlos Jobim. It's one of my favorite albums of all times, and I have listened this to so many times that I can't even count. The album is called Passarim, or Little Bird, and it was released in 1987 and praised by reviewers as one of the best Jobim's albums. It features what uh, Tom Jobim called the new band, with vocals and a great team, some of the best Brazilian musicians. It has Danilo Caymmi on flute, Tião Neto on bass, Paulo Braga on drums, and vocals Ana Jobim, Elizabeth Jobim, Maúcha Diné, Paula Morelenbaum, and Simone Caymmi. I would like to highlight the vocal aspect of this new band. This became an iconic work of Tom's group. This album is a mix of Jobim's songs as we know, in the standard style, and his classical background with arrangements for strings. It shows the mastery of his work combining a band, vocals, and orchestra. Pay special attention to the first song of the album that gives the title for it, Passarim. That's a great composition, Jobim at its best. Also this week, Gabriela at the end of the album, a great way to start and finish an album. One of my favorite Jobim compositions is also on this album, based on the Bayon rhythm, the song Borzeguin that has a genius Portuguese lyrics, unfortunately hard to translate, where Jobim play with words praising nature and preservation. Tom finishes his writing on the booklet of the album saying, let's multiply the bread and the hope, kisses from Tom. This is an album to sit down, relax, and enjoy it, and keep it on your playlist. See you next time.